time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is episode 279 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. My name's Trevor Long from EFTM.com.au. Joining me each and every week, Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Stephen, we're in a dog park. Good afternoon. Yes, we are. We're in sunny Surrey Hills. Oh, I couldn't get passport clearance to come to your joint. <laughs> well, it was a good opportunity with the two blokes, are busy, busy guys, and we thought, well, we had this window in the Speak middle of the day. <laughs> well, I'm a busy guy, and I'm glad you could make it here today. Uh, thanks for having me. Now, we have a lot to talk about this week, the, the tech news of the week. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Let's get underway. Now, Stephen, a couple of weeks leading up to Christmas, and we'll be uh, we'll be cracking away at the show at least for the next couple because I'm going to Tasmania for one. So, the week before Christmas, have you haven't cleared your, your leave with me, mate? Yeah, you've got to put in a leave form, don't yeah. you? Is that how yeah. it works with the two? Blocks? Consider it approved. Okay, right. Okay. Um, so, the week before Christmas, we won't be doing a show. I'm not sure we'll be doing one before CES, but we, we might. You never we, know. We'll have a little break. Yeah, then, but then we, we give the, the listeners a lot of value at CES. Massive value. At yeah. least three shows, possibly five. Yeah, well, it depends. Uh, I don't want to commit Is to anything. the EFTM studio already uh, set up, uh, ready to go? Good yep, stuff. locked Good in. Stuff. So um, so leading up to Christmas, we thought we'd do a couple of couple of weeks leading off talking about Christmas ideas, Christmas gifts. Uh, you had a story last week about um, eBay and Christmas toys. I did a story this week kind of wrapping up a bunch of really cool um, toys. So let's go one for one for a bit here. Sure. Um, I, I want to kick it off with, uh, I'll kick it off with the Play-Doh, um, this little, little, um, uh, little Play-Doh touch system. Now, the box, it's about 200 bucks. I don't have the pricing on me, but... It's a, it's no, sorry, it's fifty bucks yeah. um, for the Play-Doh system, and it's a bunch of Play-Doh. It's a bunch of cutouts, so your kids can make an octopus or a ghost or the specific cutouts, and and the Play-Doh's there. But then there's this little kind of stand, and the kids make something, and they put this the creature that they build on the stand, and then you install an app on your iPad, and you point the iPad with the camera at the thing you've you've built, yeah. and it brings it to life in the game. So there's a game, uh, like a little little episode, episodic game where you just run through a world. Now, you could build just something random and it'll bring it broadly to life. It just looks like a blob of Play-Doh that you've made. Yeah. But if you build the ghost, the octopus, the dinosaur that they've got um, um, in the set in the set, and you and you cut it out well enough, and it, to be honest, it's difficult for the little kids to make them perfect. Yep. It actually brings them to life with, you know, wiggly arms, wiggly legs in the, in the colours and the combinations that they chose. It's a very, very cool way of bringing Play-Doh to life. And I just reckon that's a nice little $50 gift. It's an Apple Store and a great one for, for parents of young, young kids. Okay, I'm going to talk about the stuff that eBay highlighted and w- we should sort of point out that the, the toys, they while they're still very techy, there, there's, there's no, no, not many screens on them. There is tech under, under the hood, yep. Yep. and there's also a, a, a sort of a harken back to the, the toys that the parents played with. So, in, in the, in the first one, I'll talk about is, is Hatchimals. Now, do you remember the old Tamagotchi toys? Remember those little yeah, Tamagotchis? And they were, they hatched, and you looked after them. Well, the Hatchimals sort of are, are similar to those, where you buy this egg, and you don't know what's in it. It hatches, and then uh, it, it reacts to you. 
you got to love it, you got to care for it, and then sort of the bond between the 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 toy or the creature and the and the owner uh, evolves. Just just like the Tamagotchi, I think it, it's it's more like a 3D version of a Tamagotchi, uh, and yet there's all the tech built in makes it react. Its eyes blink and it heads its head moves around and all that sort of stuff. 119 bucks, and it's going to be one of those toys where it's flying off the shelves in retail stores mm-hmm. and on eBay, online retailers, getting them in in a day and selling out. So it's going to be one of those toys where fights may break out at Toys R Us over this. Hatchimals. Now, I'll go, so the Play-Doh's very young age group. I'll go up a, a touching age group. The Osmo um, is a just unbelievable system you can get at Apple stores and also online at Osmo. Um, you can get them for different prices because they're different kits, but the basic principle here is it comes, it's a little white stand. It sits on the desk and you put your iPad in and your iPad's leaning at, let's, let's say, 20 degrees away from you. And then on top of the iPad, you put this little red um, attachment and that covers the camera but it's not actually turning the camera off it's pointing a mirror for the camera and so what the camera is then looking at is the space in front of the iPad and that becomes a working space and the games uh, or, or the challenges in the in the Osmo allow you to with, with, with the youngest of kids so Harry's at five been playing with the shapes and it shows you a, a shape of let's say a bird on the screen but it's made up of these specific uh, little triangles and things that you've got and you've got to place them in the real world, tangibly, on the desk in front of the iPad, in the correct space, the correct order to build the shape. It's a tangram sort of shape, you know, yeah. so the triangles and squares yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, and that's what it's called. It's called Osmo Tangram. And then yeah. for slightly older kids, there's Osmo Words, Osmo Numbers. Right. And so it can, you can actually have adding up. And so you, it's, it has an equation on the screen, and you put the answer in front with physical numbers and, and with words, the same thing. And then to go up an age group, there's a coding one as well with little block code that you can build things. Mate... To, if, if you're worried, if parents are worried about screen time being wrong for kids, yeah. this is the kind of thing you have to introduce into your family so that they're getting sure. value out of the screen time. And you, and you balance it. You say, hey, kids, yeah, you can play Minecraft as long as you've played half an hour of Osmo as well. Yeah. So a really great way to balance it out. Imagine how smart we would have been if we had these toys as kids. No, get much smarter, that? could we? I don't know. I think no, we mate, could. I mean, that's the thing. It's amazing. Oh, you look at young, the youngest of young kids today and you realise how just ahead of they are, and that's exactly it. But, yeah. but unfortunately, it doesn't mean they're going to be a smarter generation it just means they're going to get smarter faster and they're they're also dealing with a much more intelligent world yeah i think they're learning i think that's a key a kid's learning it's it's fun for them and they don't quite realize they're learning something as well it's it's the fun element is what gets them over the line well uh i think it, it would be hard not to mention a Star Wars toy here, oh, the yeah. electronic R2-D2. Now, th- this is a new... That There have been versions of this before, but this is an updated version that actually has a little projector in the, in the top of the R2-D2. And for those who are familiar with the original Star Wars, which you're probably not is there's a scene in the movie where Princess Leia puts in the Death Star plans and then when Luke Skywalker gets R2-D2, this projection pops out saying, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. It's a little projection. You can actually replicate that. Same thing happened in The Force Awakens with Uh, BB-8? Not quite, no. He's put a little map in there. a little little Star Wars version of a USB drive in there. um, This is a projector. So it's uh, it's only $175. It's got a remote control. How big is it? It's about a foot tall. Probably 12 inches, maybe a bit bigger. For people, people at home, we're sitting in a park, and Stephen put his hand out as if it was no, no, three just, foot tall, and I went, hang on a minute, and then... Uh, yeah. Just uh, just to get my own head around it, it's yeah. probably about 14 inches tall, maybe, to use the Imperial. How many of you ordered? Uh, no, I've got it. I like, the, I've got like the using the version. Imperial there, mate. Imperial, very, very there good you Star go, Wars. Go you like it? I've got, a, I've got the older version, so I don't think um, I don't think my wife will look favourably on me getting another one, but... Um, 
Listen, I think you're past the point of your wife having favourable or unfavourable feelings about your Star Wars ridiculous. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's 175 bucks. Yeah, Star Wars Electronic R2D2. So then, let me take you to and you mentioned education fun. This next thing is called the Jimu robot. J I M U Jimu robot. And when I got this, um, I looked at it and went, oh, this is going to be hard. And the problem was I had like six or seven things. I needed the kids to all play with them so that we work at how they work. Like I had three days to work yeah. at how it all worked. Um, and, you know, sometimes you've got to actually get into it. Before. You can't just take the box and go, this is how it works. So I said to Jackson, mate, build this robot. Jimu is a robot. Now, the great thing is with Lego, and you've seen Lego Technics, a really complicated form of Lego. This is basically that. It's really complicated stuff. Um, but there's no book instruction. It's all on an iPad. And so you step through each step, arrow, you know, say yes, next step, yes, next step. And it shows you a 3D diagram of what you're building, and you can move around and make sure that you're doing the right thing, putting in the right place. And it's it's a robot, so it's got electric servos, little motors, yeah. and so it, it warns you to make sure you're using the right one, warns you to put it in the right way, and all this kind of stuff. Jackson built the robot very quickly. Um, we had a bit of a play around with it. It wasn't doing quite the right thing, so I figured some of the surveys went in the wrong way. Mm. So there was a second pack that we were sent, which is the, the animal kit. So we, we dismantled it and we built the penguin. Now, I helped with the, the surveys putting together. Jackson's nine. I helped make sure and sort of show him how important it was to put the, the right thing in the right place, and then he built the whole outside of it. And once you get through the building process, well, there, you've got a little penguin. Great. Yeah. Then you can control it. It Bluetooth connects to the iPad, yeah, cool. and you can say, and there's a bunch of default actions which say, you know, wave, uh, dance, juggle, does yeah. some fun little things. And that's fun to play with. And that's, so that's a toy, the building experience, the yeah. toy experience, right? And then you can use it like a toy with the, with the app. Well, well the... yes, but then you can yeah. learn to code. So there's and there's three ways to code, and I've got to tell you about all of them because the first one is is kind of drag and drop. You say, okay, I want I want server number one, which is the head. I'm going to drag that up, and then you get to adjust it, and the head goes up and down, and you can save those actions. So you're creating code. It's kind of like even more basic than block coding. Then there is block coding where you can say, righty, I want you to repeat five times these two actions, and you choose the actions: move his head up and down, move his arm around and around, and then you you can see how code works. Okay. But the coolest part is once you've built a bit of code, however small it is you click a view source and you see it in swift you see it in raw swift code so a kid could design language development a kid could learn language programming language from the age of six and by the by the age of their 10 they've got it nailed it's very very advanced just on that we should mention apple are running their hour of code again uh starting good luck getting a spot they were booked out within an hour yeah yeah, well there you go but i've I've got jackson booked into two of those i booked him into the the smallest one and the the next one up because i didn't quite know where the ages sat um so yeah coding big deal and i think the Jimu, so Jimu is $3.99 at JB Hi-Fi, yep. which gets you everything you need to build the penguin and the basic robot. At, at Apple, there's a $1.99 version, which is just the robot, and $109 to add on the, the penguin stuff. So not, right. not a bad one from Apple. I've got a really quick one here, the Selfie Mic Music Stick. This was another oh, one. I'm out. That's that, ridiculous. This is one that eBay thinks is going to go off to. It's only $29, bucks, and okay. you think about it, right? It's a selfie stick. Okay, I know how you're a big fan of selfie sticks, yeah. but it's also a microphone. So this would be a good present to buy a little girl, you know, like get her friends around, they can sing into the microphone and film themselves with the selfie stick so they create their own little music videos. Uh-huh. 29 bucks. 29 bucks. Yeah. Right, I'm going to challenge you with that. That's, that's <laughs> your little microphone. Galaxy Zega. 
this thing is two remote-controlled virtual war tanks, is what they call yeah. them. They're on tracks, so they're not, not they're not wheels. They're, they're tracks. They Bluetooth connect to your, to your smartphone or iPad. You've got to have Bluetooth force on iPad 2, I discovered this morning. won't work. Um, but, yeah, two little remote-controlled cars. And they're, so they're about 149 bucks for the cars, and you can just drive around. They're great fun. But they also have interaction so that you they've got a fire button. So when you're coming up to, to your mate, so you can have two, you can buy another two. There's, there's four cars in total, different types of cars. And you can so I, we could be playing, and I could, I could shoot you, and it makes you pause, spin, and you lose a life. And the lives show on the on the top of the car. And so it's, a, it's an interactive game, but then you can also buy a battlefield for it, so you can actually build a little little uh, little virtual gate, battle. Gates and walls gates, and stuff. walls, spins around. It's fantastic stuff. Yeah, a couple yeah. hundred bucks will get, get you into that, and I reckon fantastic. it's an absolute cracker. Well, remember the Razor scooters? Yeah. Years ago, you could we got one and one. one. Yeah, well, they, they were the red-hot item. Well, the version that's, that's going to be popular this Christmas is the electric version, the, the E90, 199 bucks, And it's, you know, we, we, I know we, the, all the toys we've spoken about can be used indoors you know you stay inside play with them that's terrific this is one designed to get you outdoors and for a boy or a girl goes up to about 15 kilometers an hour so uh, it's a nice the an update to the racers already popular brand electric scooter 199 bucks i hadn't seen that and it's interesting because man parents were thinking of getting jackson an electric scooter I went, what the hell's that yep. and to be honest as a parent i go no nah. He can stick with a normal scooter, thanks yeah, very much. Right. He can push along. What are you lazy? Well, you can do that on those two, but you just yeah. got to. And the kids got You got a motor as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, finally, um, I would say we can't forget, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this despite your obsession. I just don't I think we can discount the BB-8 as a great oh, Christmas toy and idea. The, the force the band, band connection. Yeah. Now it's really interesting a discovery over the last couple of weeks. You know, you've been able to buy them at JB Hi-Fi. Black box, exclusive edition, whatever. At Apple, it says only at Apple. Yeah, because it's a white box, and the base of the BB-8 is slightly different colour. It's a lighter grey. So there's an exclusive edition at Apple, 349, and there's the basic, the standard one, Battle Worn, Battle, Battle Hardened, yeah, yeah. with the Force Band at JB Hi-Fi as well. So if you're a complete nut, you might want to collect them Get both. all of them, absolutely. <laughs> and the Force Band, which we yeah. mentioned last week, I think, is now be used with other apps, other devices, so yeah. you can totally expand your I Jedi made the decision powers. not to turn that on on the Today Show because <laughs> I did not want to make an idiot of yeah, myself. I saw that. I was wondering what you are going to do there. <laughs> Well, those are some great gift ideas for, for kids. Um, I've got a couple of videos and different things up on EFTM, and uh, Stephen's got all those eBay ideas up at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, one thing prepaid customers uh, are interested in is more data and also extra credit. And Optus, I think, has come up with a really clever way to provide both of those for free. And the way they're going to do it is with their new Optus Extra uh, plans, or the Extra app, I should say, which will provide up to an extra gig of data per month, which is quite a lot for a prepaid customer, as well as $2 of extra credit on those daily plans. And that, again, will mean a lot to customers just by watching ads on their phones. So on the lock screen of their device, and this is powered by a New Zealand-based startup called Poster, they can... With no E. Yeah, that's right. Poster, spelt the trendy way. Poster. Yeah. <laughs> So you can, on your lock screen, you'll see an ad, and then you can choose to view the video. I think you know, that gets you more, you've got to consume a certain number of hours, and you can then unlock the phone, go to their website. But just you viewing those ads, and you can tailor the type of ads you see. So if you're big into tech, you can get a lot of tech ads. So you, you, you have to physically interact with some ads to get the data, or do you just have to have the app installed? You've got to have the app installed for at least 28 days. 
So you don't have to click on any ads. Well, when it's on your lock screen, you, you're always going to see it. No, but you, 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 you do don't have to. It. That's right. So it's this there. Yeah. In view, like the most intimate screen you have, there's going to be an ad there. So whether you interact with it or whatever, it does give you the opportunity to do that because you've selected maybe a, a segment that you are interested in, like technology or politics, whatever you want to get into. So yeah. there's that option. But... In, in in 28 days, then it allows you, and it's only uh, with eligible plans like the My Prepaid Ultimate, My Prepaid Ultra Plus, My Prepaid Ultra, and if you're on the My Prepaid Daily Plus, the $2 Days 4G Ready plans, they get your extra credit as well. So I think something for nothing here, people are willing just to look at a lock screen and get some more data and some extra credit. No, I don't mind it at all, and I think that they've nailed the market here because prepaid customers are the kind of people that are desperate for that little bit of incremental something. Yep. And so if you can get an extra gig by just installing an app, I mean, how many people actually care how amazing their lock screen is? And unless you're a parent with a baby child and you want that to be a lock screen, yep. trust me, you move on from that. We should point out too, it's only for Android users, yep. uh, so yep. iPhone will not allow you to do that. So if you're an Android customer with Optus on a prepaid plan, here's an option of getting something for nothing. Details of Optus Extra <laughs> with no E um, at <laughs> with no e. techguide.com.au. Oh, so I know. got something against E's. The version against the what letter E. The most common letter in the alphabet. Gone. Is it the most common letter in the alphabet? <laughs> it is E, yes, it is. Did you not know that? No. So whenever code breakers are looking at something, they look at the letter that occurs the most, and that's likely to be an E. From my time in my, the code, my code cracking days back when I was working for the ASIO. <laughs> Two by stalking tech. Now, Stephen, you were a you were an old man in 1993. Oh, I, I was uh, I was still in high school. 93. I was 25, and I'd had been married for a year. Yeah, I was I was doing the HSC. Good for you. Not very well, Good but I was doing you. it. Paul Keating was the prime minister. You don't you don't you don't uh, you, you take delight in just pointing out that I'm actually a little bit older than you. A little, yeah, I do. a little bit older. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah a lot. Actually, a lot Even of the I don't look it, but anyway. Yeah, there's reasons <laughs> for that, though. Um, <laughs> some of us go old gracefully. Um, <laughs> Bill Clinton was uh, president. Paul Keating was prime minister. Um, uh, Meatloaf topped the charts for eight weeks with Anything for Love. Jurassic Park and, Park and Mrs. Doubtfire were at the movies. Plus, 2G was launched 2G. in Australia. Yeah, 93. And, and right now... Is the last, as we record, but probably as you're listening to this, yeah. switched off. It's Gonski. Telstra's 2G network switched off December the 1st, 2016. Yeah. It's theoretically a monumental day, but in the end, it's just another boring day for the world. But it's a really important thing to talk about because there are people, here's my concern, it's less than 1% of network traffic of Telstra. So you think, ah, oh, the matter. But think about those 1%, right? So if it's less, less than 1% of their network traffic, they're not saying how many customers it is, yeah. but you've got to assume the people on 2G are using their phones less, therefore very, very it's much more than 1% of the customer base. Absolutely. And my concern is they're the, they're the most vulnerable. So people, there's so kind the of three... users with uh, with that have had a phone for like Correct. 10 years, yeah. And there's there's three kind of users. The older users have had, who, who just, you know, don't mind and they've got a phone for emergencies. There's people who have updated their phone, you know, every three or four years, but have never updated the SIM card. So the SIM card is still from 10 years ago because yeah. it might still work. And, and then there's people who just don't give a rat and refuse <laughs> to update, right? So here's the thing. As of tomorrow... It will simply not work. Now, in metro areas, you'll still be able to get 112 emergency and triple O because it'll, by, by default, those emergency services go to whatever network they can get. So Optus or Vodafone as well. Yep. But in in essence, you need to think that triple O won't work. Your yep. phone won't work. People can't call you. You can't call them. That's an that's a real problem for you and your phone. Um, and 
and there should be no reason to be afraid of it. If you've got a five-year-old phone or less, you just need a new SIM card. Yep. You just need to go to Telstra and they'll give you a new SIM card for free. If you've got a phone that you've been clinging on to, I went to a Caltex and bought a phone for 29 bucks, yeah. an Alcatel little touch, yeah. you know, um, feature phone, feature dumb phone, phone. Yeah. 29 bucks. And you yeah. can go to Telstra and get them for $9. Yeah. Seriously, Alcatel if you've been ignoring the messages, it's yeah. time to get a new phone or a new SIM card right. or, or just won't work anymore. We should point out that this is Telstra's 2G network. Yeah. Uh, Optus are going to follow in April next year. Vodafone, Vodafone in September. September, Gonski. So. And the other the other risk here, um, so, and so on the, just finally on the mobile phone part of it, it's critical that people listening don't just go, oh, it's not me, don't worry about it. What about your mum? What about your grandma? What about your neighbour? That's a good segue into another part of 2G that could be affected, and that's the... There's a lot of products out there that offer emergency contact like those those medical pendants i think there's some there's some um cordless handsets that have that emergency um uh, feature as well that calls five people or sends a message to five people a lot of those products run on the 2g network not not because they're old but because that's all they needed was the 2g just talking text so i think if anyone has a, a product like that so any of you grandsons and granddaughters and sons and daughters for your parents and grandparents check the device check the who makes the device maybe get in touch with the manufacturer to see if it's still going to work after tomorrow if it uses the telstra network and it won't be hard to find out um you'll probably be able to if, for you as the grandchild or the child doing the research for them it'll be on their website it'll be obvious it'll be very easy to find out and you need to think about the pendants they wear um the back to base style um cordless style alarms there's a whole range of features so just think about those things in your in your family's life or your neighbours as well and just wonder whether or not they you should just double check it's kind of like the the analog switch off just double check that they're going to be okay to watch tv again but this is even more life critical because these things are relied on for exactly that purpose so completely right and uh yeah and uh, moving on to another phone it it isn't as intimidating as a lot of people may fear there there are a lot of the the, what we call the feature phones or the dumb phones the non-smartphones for want of a better word but um, there, there are also some really cool entry-level smartphones. Uh, one of them is a Telstra phone, the Pixie Vibe from Alcatel. Four-inch screen, five-megapixel camera, eight gig of memory, 59 bucks. Crazy. So that's 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 that's, that's on my on my story about the 2G closure closure, and I've got a link to an older story that I wrote about some of the other simpler handsets that are out there. If you still want a flip phone or a phone with buttons, plenty of choices there too. Yep, there really are, and now's the time to check. Just walk into a Tulsa store and get it sorted. And if you're on Vodafone and Optus, don't don't sit around and wait. Um, actually get down and have that conversation because they are going to switch off as well, okay? Uh, Telstra 2G switch off for details, uh, techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear and it's time to meet Orbi, the world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. Orbi gives you reliable, secure and crazy fast Wi-Fi to every inch of your home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no more drop connections through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orbi reaches up to 370 square metres through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs and doors. With a dedicated internet connection, Orbi helps prevent buffering while streaming your favourite movies and shows. No matter how many devices are connected, you have ultra-fast Wi-Fi speeds. The Orbi tri-band Wi-Fi system works with your existing modem to maximise the speed you're paying for. Orbi's sleek design and state-of-the-art technology steals the show, gives your home a superior Wi-Fi network that's both easy to set up and elegant to display. With just a couple of clicks... Your secure Wi-Fi network will be ready in no time. For more information, visit netgear.com.au or be better Wi-Fi everywhere.
Now, a win for consumers in my book. Um, yesterday, the ACCC, Australian Consumer uh, Competition Commission, uh, released their draft finding in the uh, in the application from the Bendigo Bank, Adelaide Bank, Commonwealth Bank, Westpac and NAB to act in as a group, as a cartel, in negotiations with the um, with Apple over access to Apple Pay. And just a back quick backstory again for those that aren't familiar, um, Apple Pay allows you to tap and go with your smartwatch or your smartphone, <clears throat> and it also um, allows a very seamless transaction at the at the counter. But um, there's obviously some negotiation required between a bank and Apple to authorise it on on the on the cards, which obviously comes at a cost. And <clears throat> if you imagine you, you make a $100 purchase, uh, I don't know what the numbers are, but let's say it was 15 cents the banks are taking uh, of that um, Apple maybe wants three or four cents of it they, they're not happy with that they want to pass that cost on to the consumer Apple doesn't allow that and they've gone to the ACCC and say hey we want to negotiate together we want to we want to and this is the way I see it we want to sit on one side of the table six of us and yeah. gang up on that little bloke across the table he's a big bloke, little bloke yeah. but little bloke in this industry but he's a little bloke that has three and a half thousand banks around the world yep. utilizing Apple pay and um, they've I've all been, I've been using it again you'll be proud of that they've all agreed to the terms uh, because they know it's beneficial to customers so the banks made that made the point that they they thought it was uh, bad for the digital wallet economy that all these different reasons the ACCC say look they can see some um, some merit in what the banks are saying, but by no means does that uh, outweigh the potential benefit to the public of having the access. So essentially they've said, no, we're not doing it. But it's a draft decision. The banks have now got a couple of months to come back and say, oh, please. But it's it's, like it's pretty it was, indicative it, of what's going to happen. If it was a boxing match, well, that's round one goes to Apple. So we should point out what the banks actually wanted. They wanted to access the NFC chip on the, app, on the iPhone. Well, they, they want a couple of things. They want to be able to pass on the cost to consumers. So well, every time you make an Apple Pay payment, you have to pay five it'll be, cents. It'll be extra, yeah. yeah. No way in the world. And yeah. Apple won't allow that because yeah. that'll obviously stop people using it. Absolutely. Um, and yes, they, wanted, they want the ability to access the NFC chip in a smartphone so that the Commonwealth Bank app, for example, can tap and go straight away. What Apple pointed out very wisely in their last submission was that there's a bank in, uh, in, a, in America called Capital One. And in the Capital One bank app, you can see your card and there's an Apple Pay logo. You just tap it and it takes you to the Apple Pay system. So Apple says there are ways of doing this on both Android and Apple devices. Um, and as I said last week, I made a submission. Happy to put my hand up and say, I, I said, bugger that. I, I, I switch banks to get this system because I, I like it that much. And I don't think the banks should hold uh, consumers to ransom by saying, you know, we're not making this, this great service available to you. Consumers will choose whether they want to turn it on or not. Um, and the banks really just need to cop it on the chin and go, this is a great thing for customers. And the ANZ has said that many, many times. They've been very happy with the take-up and usage of Apple. You've got to remember the the, the banks, that the this cartel, so-called bank cartel. Just that we think just about know. that word again for a minute. They yeah. want to act as a cartel. Well, but you've got to remember, though, that the these banks are acting on behalf of their shareholders. So yeah. they, it's all about making money for the shareholders. They're trying to protect their little bit of, of revenue, their, their income from these transactions. So I think you can't blame the banks for trying to defend that turf. Yep. I think it's a little bit rich to sort of suggest that, okay, you want to use Apple Pay, it's going to cost more. That, that, that's kind of beyond the pale look, there. The fact here is the banks still have the right to negotiate directly with Apple, and that's what they need to do now if this gets finalised as a decision. And that doesn't stop 
Commonwealth getting a better deal than Westpac because they've got more customers at all. Absolutely. Commonwealth can sit down and say, listen, we've got 5 million customers. Yeah. We've got X million with this. Yeah. They can load the stats up and say, listen, reduce the fee and we'll launch and it. And that's how negotiations work. But cartels and ganging up doesn't work that way in corporations. Absolutely. That's why they have to go to the ACCC. Oh, no, I, I agree. And I, I think that uh, we've seen the acceptance of Apple Pay. And, and well, in your case, you switch banks to get it. So the, there is there is a real desire for customers to have that flexibility and that convenience and it is really cool paying with your Apple Watch for stuff. Do you remember, do you remember a few weeks ago uh, I, I noted that in the bank submissions they pointed out a bloke on Twitter who had said that he wanted uh, access to something or other and, and I, I chatted to him and found out that he actually just wanted Apple Pay and was it was complete opposite of, of him being supportive of the banks despite the fact they used him in their submission. Best news <laughs> yesterday, he tweeted me yesterday when I announced the, the decision and he goes, just on the day my ANZ card arrived. <laughs> so he was with another bank. He, he switched there, Yeah, as did you. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm, I think a few weeks ago we discussed that it went to other smaller financial institutions, yeah. including one that I'm with, the Sydney Credit Union. Uh, good old SCU I've been with for like 30 years have, have gone Apple Pay. And that's uh, I'm making a lot more payments using that card through Apple Pay than my other card. Yeah. So it's a, it's a long fight ahead still, but again, we, we reiterate that it's really up to the citizens and the users to say to their banks, this is what you want. Otherwise, they won't understand the public pressure. They'll just be uh, thinking uh, thinking for themselves. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 279. Thanks to the good people in Netgear. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Oh, this was an interesting little story that came through from DuPont. 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 Now, you know what DuPont make, don't you? Well, I got the email. I thought they yeah. made paint. Well, no, they make lots of things. Um, one of them, I should point out, are silicon implants. They make silicon implants. This is uh, this this two blokes talking tech sure. has gone to a whole new level. It is. Well, are you telling me there's robotic silicon implants? No, no, not at all. But that's just part of Dupont's massive portfolio. Even more of a dead giveaway. There you go. Well, while while we go off track too far, I should talk about the Dupont product that uh, in question here. This is the Corian charging surface. So now you could, if you wanted to resurface areas of your home. So if you say you're renovating a kitchen or your office or your bathroom, your bedroom, you now have the option of choosing the counters in those areas to include a charging station. So instead of going laminate or marble, you go Corion from DuPont yeah. and, and, and with your, you want the transmitter and with, with your Samsung wireless charging phone, yes. you just sit it down on the bench and it's charging. Charging. So I want bedside tables. Bedside table, great one. Kitchen counters would be a good one. On your desk at home, maybe. Yeah. The entryway, the, the, yeah. the table at the entryway, well, just drop, drop yeah, your phone. Yeah, drop your keys. Exactly right. Even maybe in, uh, in if you've got a business or a restaurant or an office or something, maybe in the hospitality areas where people are waiting for things. I was really glad that you wrote this story on Tech Guide because when I got the press release, I went, DuPont, paint, is this April Fool's? What do you do? You hold your phone up against the, yeah. the wall and charge it? Well, I'm also more worried now about your original uh, implication the, around uh, silicon implants. <laughs> Maybe that would be the ultimate product. Imagine that, holding well, it up holding it up to I, a woman's chest. I obviously uh, couldn't comment, but I've, I've, <laughs> oh, I've seen many women who, who just put their phone in their yes, bra strap yes. when they're going for a walk or a run. Absolutely. Imagine if it was charged. Imagine that. I think we're onto something here. We're onto something here. DuPont... Can combine that product so in the bra, well, maybe, maybe just burly storage, or something. <laughs> it's being stored. If you've got a DuPont or a silicon implant, you're going to get like a charge lingerie. as well. What about that? That's a great idea. But no, but seriously, the, the charging service is great. The kitchen bench, entryway, bedside table. It's very cool. I mean, I don't know how practical it is just to a small thing. I think it's yeah. really when you're renovating, you've you put down a whole go. bunch yeah, of services. Absolutely right. But there's a few iPhone users thinking, well, what about us? How can and, we do it? And I made this point last night on the radio that this is the fundamentally 
biggest area where Apple is, is currently just rejecting consumers. Yeah. Wireless charging, mate, I've got in a Toyota Camry, which had a wireless QI spot in the center console. Yeah. You just put your phone down, it charged. Yeah. Apple doesn't have that. It has to come in the next iPhone. But Let's hope so. But let me tell you this. If they introduce a proprietary system, I'll be that'll be my first real disappointment with Apple. Sure, I'm disappointed about USB-C and all these other ports. Yeah. And that, that's all livable. But if you introduce a proprietary wireless system when yeah. QI has been around for a very long time and it's in a lot of vehicles and, and different things, Absolutely. I think that would be very disappointing. I agree. But for the moment, if you do decide to go with the Corian, you can actually get an adapter that plugs into the lightning port, and then that just sits on the... That is what brings the charge into yeah. the phone. Oh, I did see these in at some Starbucks cafes in New York. So you actually... There are spots around, and there are... So if you've got a, a compatible phone, you just pop it straight on that spot, you get a charge. If you've got an iPhone, there's little... Uh, there's ring-shaped adapters that go into your lightning port, and then it will charge your phone as well. So if you're sitting around having a coffee and you want to get a charge while you're there, this is the similar technology that you're about to get. Now, pricing-wise, it's it's not a one-size-fits-all. Depending on how many transmitters you want and how big your surface is, it varies. But it's it's good that we can actually incorporate this sort of technology in our homes and in our daily lives rather than having only seeing it in businesses and cafes. So no, the fight over the PowerPoint, finding the charge of the cables could be over. Yeah, and having cables lying around as well. Yeah. Full details of DuPont's Corian charging service at techguide.com.au. When people ring us on the radio and they say, oh, or they just text you an email or whatever, say, oh, I wish I'm going to buy an iPad. Where can I get a good deal? The normal answer is, you can't same just stop. Everywhere. Yeah, same yeah. price everywhere. Yeah. Um, and the best example I'll give you is, is JB Hi-Fi. They're normally two dollars less than Apple, right? They just two bucks. they just want to look different. Would you go across town for that two bucks, mate. Well, I tell you why I suggest people do that is because you might be able to negotiate a good deal on a case or a cover or yes. protection. Whereas at Apple, you're not going to negotiate anything. You're yeah. just going to pay the price. So yesterday, I'm on OfficeWorks website, and not all iPads, just one specific iPad, the iPad Air 2, 128 gig, is 719 dollars at Apple. How, it's, how much, therefore, at JB Hi-Fi, Stephen? It will be 717 It is. At, at uh, Harvey Norman, it was 688 Great Whoa. deal. You'd be like, wow, snap that up. Officeworks, $619. Whoa. $100 less is ridiculous in terms of iPads. And it's, there, it's not a, a one-day deal. It's not a run-out. This, this is a current product. It's a current model. This is, this is their decision. Right now. It's not just any old model. It's the Air, iPad Air 2, 128 gig. Yeah. What, 619? And one of the reasons for this, in talking to OfficeWorks after I discovered this, was their, their back-to-school push is very strong. They're, they're very big on back-to-school. Um, and what they're trying to do is say, you know what, you can buy the 32, it's going to fill up. So we want to make the... Because the 32 is like 569 or something like that, yep. right? So why not spend an extra 50-odd dollars to get okay. massive amounts of storage? Now, I don't know whether this is a lost leader. I don't know whether Apple's going to be upset about this. I don't know. But to me, right now, this is an amazing deal on an iPad Air 2 that is 128 gig capacity for just $619. I've never seen an Apple product $100 off like yeah, that. Me neither. It, um, it outside me of to, sale territory. It leads me to think, though, is this is there going to be a refresh that's coming maybe? Is this a run-out thing or... No. Because if that was the case, everyone would be selling at this price. Yeah, right. So what Officeworks have just decided, well, maybe the loss leader or maybe they've got a whole ton of stock they're going to 
power through. You know what? They just want people to come into the store and, and buy an iPad yeah. and then go and um, get some pencils and yeah. USB sticks and all the other school supplies while I'm here. Yeah. But they got to, you got to get people through the door, and if that gets them through the door, happy days, right? The great to, thing is, though, we all know iPads, so you can just yeah. go online and buy the bloody thing. Absolutely, and I've got to say that Officeworks have really come up in a, in, the, in, a, in terms of being a technology retailer yeah. because a lot of companies are now aligning themselves with them. You, buy, you can buy phones and all sorts of products yeah. there. Uh, they've really come a long way, and this is only going to help them. Mate, we'll do a back-to-school thing next year, but they've, mate, they've got wireless over-ear headphones for $39. Wow. And it's just a lady beetle on you, but oh, that's good luck. Hi, beautiful. Good hi. Luck, yeah. um, and, and these things, by the way, if you see them, and I'll talk about them next year, but they look exactly like a product you're about to review. Absolutely. Right. Anyway, Officeworks, $619 for a 128 gig iPad Air 2. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Right here, yeah, Stephen, as we sit in the beautiful lunchtime surrounds of Sydney as people start to join us here for a live broadcast of Two Blokes Talking Tech, um, in some... Park, which is clearly a dog park um, with no seats for people to sit on. That's fine. Uh, your minute review, Stephen, and let's spend a couple of minutes on the first one because I've also just reviewed this same product, the Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones, obviously from Apple's very own Beats yeah, by Dr. Dre. Right. Well, Beats is a very well-known brand and the, the new Solo 3 wireless headphones, that's key word on the wireless there, remember? Beats, owned by Apple's, recently decided that the headphone jack on the iPhone 7 was redundant, gone. So Courageous. Having, having, <laughs> having a wireless headphones, a pair of headphones is important and the Beats Solo 3 I've got to say, probably one of the better best headphones they've made. It is doesn't look too much different to the last model uh, and what I like about it is the design, which is great, is available in eight colours, including gloss black. If you, the violet. Have you seen the a, violet? If you're lucky enough to have a black iPhone or gloss black iPhone, well, I could can get you a set of rose gold yeah, okay. Beats 3 if yeah, you want. thank you mate, thank you. But uh, that, that that's a good thing. Apple naturally want you to match it up with your iPhone, yeah, so yeah. there's the option of doing that. The violet. I've got a set of the violet ones, and I put them on Victoria. They are beautiful. Really? Like Is that what Apple sent you violet. Well, I've got the black ones and the violet ones. All oh, right. Okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. You get more than one review product. That's okay, mate. That's okay. No. Here's, so here's my thing. I agree. I'm normally not a massive fan of Beats. Okay. A couple of reasons. One, they're very bassy normally. Very heavy bass. Very. Um, they're also. Yes. I don't know. They're just a bit bold in the way they look. Yeah. But the Beats Three Solo Three. They, they're the kind of on-ear cup yeah. as opposed to the big over-ear. So they're much smaller. And, mate, I think the sound profile is completely different to ever yes, before. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not, I've said this before, I'm not an audiophile. I don't yeah. detect these things as well as you do. But I just didn't feel like I was being overwhelmed with bass. But yeah. I felt like the clarity was absolutely unique and very genuine in it. Um, and the critical thing that you haven't mentioned yet, which you will, is the, is the pairing. I mean, yeah. they've put the W1 tip, which is meant to be in the ear pods, which may never come at this rate. Um, <laughs> and it means that you just open them up and yeah. you put them next to your iPhone, if yeah. it's an iPhone with iOS 10, and they just, just says Beat Solo 3. And, and you pair them. Connect with one and then all your devices associated with your iCloud account can also be compatible with it too. So Including really, your Apple Watch. Really handy, yeah, absolutely. But um, the uh, on the sound side, I do agree. I think they've really t- made, a, made a point of pulling back on the really heavy bass to it to make it attractive to a wider range yeah. of users. For the younger you, younger listener, wow, this is cool. But an older listener would probably think, nah, I'm going to get a pair of Bose headphones instead of the Beats. Now, I think the Beats, smart move in making that bass a little bit more balanced rather than just over the top. Um, they're really comfortable to wear. I like the on-ear, uh, the passive noise cancellation that, that you get with it. Uh, again, Clarity, I agree with you. Excellent. Battery life is is Ridiculous. amazing. 40 hours. That's like you could you could take this. Say you're on the train or the bus. You could go to work and back all week and have enough battery. Oh, Probably remarkable. two weeks. Yeah, that's yeah. that's excellent. And I, I do like too. They've got that fast fuel feature, which I think if you connect it for five minutes, 
you get three hours of playback. Yeah, so but let's put it in perspective. Yeah. You've been using them all week and they went dead on the way home or you got a warning. And you get up in the morning, you're about to go to work, and you go, ah, oh, I didn't charge them. You just plug them in for five minutes while you're going to the bathroom, and they're charged for the whole day's transport. And, and if the battery does run out, you do have a, a cable, an audio cable, but if you're an iPhone 7 user, good luck. Cause and, you don't and have we should point out, they, they can still be used on Android phones, just normal yes. Bluetooth pairing, but it's just the pairing. For me, I said Beats, while, Beats Solo 3 Wireless made for iPhone. I mean, this is, this is the future of iPhone connectivity and that W1 chip that Apple was so proud of. Very smart, and uh, I think to the pricing, three hundred ninety-nine. I think steep. It, it will. It, I think it it's plays in the same space as some of those other brands and holds its own against those other brands. I think so. It, it just it just proves the point that you want quality, you need to pay for it. Two bikes talking tech full review at uh, both their websites, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Now, I don't want to blow... No, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm pumped about yeah, this you pumped? Review, mate. I'm pumped. Yeah, okay. Very pumped. Hit us with your smart pump. I'm smart pumped about this. This is the smart air pump by a, a Chinese company called Uomi. And I don't mean you owe me money. That's their name. Yeah, U- I think you owe me. M-I. Uomi. This is a smart air pump. It's a bit bigger than a smartphone. So imagine an iPhone 7 or 6 Plus, a uh, bit thicker, and you, it comes with a hose. So can I pause you there? Yeah. How's it raining? Is it Mate, it's raining. It's a sunshine. I mean, how, it's the it's sunniest, sun beautiful shower. day in the world, and we're being—I thought we were being peed on by a bird, but because uh, <laughs> we are sitting under a tree. But how is it pee? raining? Do birds do actually pee? I think—I don't think so. I think it's I one combined do. output. Yeah, output. Given what I've seen on my windscreen over the years, yeah, it's totally one combined right. output. Anyway, totally back to right. your smarter, uh, your smart pump. The smart pump. Well, this is a really handy product because it's—it's it's, it's small enough to fit in your pocket, in your glove box. Uh, if you're a cyclist, look, it's—it's it's not big enough and powerful enough to fill a massive tire. But say it's running a little bit flat, you'll be able to top it up. If you guys are smart, well, because it, it's got a screen on the front, you can set the PSI, so the pressure, the measurement unit. You can set how much. Say, say your football or your tyres are 59 psi. You actually punch that into the front of the unit, so it's got a, a, a button that allows you to choose the unit of measurement, whether it's KPI, PSI, whatever you want to do, um, and you select that amount. Then you connect it, hit the button, and then you hear this internal electronic bellows. It's quite noisy, sort of. It's creating the air pumping it out through the hose and then it stops at that PSI. So if you're pumping up a footy, for example, it does come with the hose and as well as a little needle that plugs into that as well, it'll stop at that ideal pressure. So imagine if you're you're a cyclist, so rather than taking a manual pump and breaking into a sweat into a lot of effort, this thing can connect can, can pump up your tire to the right pressure. All you got to do is press a button. Done in about a minute on a bicycle. So another, it's got another attachment. Say you want to pump up an air mattress or maybe a beach ball for your child or whatever. Yep. And again, you can just pump, pump the plastic uh, uh, code hose in there as well. Boom, and, and it pumps it up really quickly. Um, it's 149 bucks. It's available from MrMobile.net.au. Uh, and at, at my good mate, Mr. Mobile, he's uh, there's also a number on my story. He's, I think, got the only distribution rights to this, but this this is a pr- sort of product that is one of those things where, yeah, it's handy, but you it's it's really handy when you really need it. So if you've got a little bit of a flat tyre, and uh, it can get, really get you out of a jam. Very cool. Smart air pump. Uh, check it out. Techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Stephen, um, I was thinking next week... We should do 280. 280. Well, that follows after 279. That's we'll smart. Do, so we'll do, smart. we'll do another Christmassy thing. Yeah. We'll do Christmassy. Well, it's getting to... Christmas it, for mums and dads. December tomorrow. So next week, episode 280. 
it will be well into December. I think we'll have, probably have two left in the year, I'll be honest. Two left, you reckon? When are you going to Tasmania? Oh, we'll leave on the 18th. No, we'll leave on. Okay. 18th. Oh, so you're going to be there... The week before Christmas. Week before Christmas. I'd be happy to squeeze one in between uh, Christmas and New Year's uh, as, as a pre-CES, but Stephen's shaking his head. See what happens, mate. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a bit of a wind down because we're straight into the new year with CES. We'll see how we go, you know. We always give our listeners value. If there's news, we'll cover it. Two Blokes Talking Tech, we're back next week. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Uh, check us out, our details are our website. So techguide.com.au, eftm.com.au. And uh, you can find Stephen on Twitter, at Stephen Fennick with a PH. And the hashtag is Ziggy Zaggy. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Trevor Long. We'll talk to you online and speak to you next week. See you, boys. And girls. And girls.